welcome to the Peak and Pit podcast, hosted by your average wannabe podcaster, me, Nadine Fahey West. Peak and Pit is a podcast about reflecting conversations on the highs and lows of life. These stories stem from relationships, family, education, travel, and more from characters across all different walks of life. Each guest provides a fake name and a real star sign to give it a sense of something or other. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to stay up to date with new episodes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, so welcome to another episode of Peak and Pit. And I have another special guest on as always. Uh, can you share your fake name but your real star sign, please? So my fake name is Jizzy McGuire. <laughs> Jizzy Jizzy. Jizzy Jizzy. What happens behind the scenes for um, a particular Disney movie? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and my star sign, uh, my real star sign is a Libra. Libra, ooh, balanced balance. bitch. Balanced, indecisive. <laughs> we love someone that can't make decisions. Yeah, I need, to make, I need someone to make my decisions for me. That would actually it's be so handy in life. Like, because then if anything goes wrong, you can just blame them. And you can be like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you completely fucked up my life. Thanks very much. <laughs> but at least you don't have to take responsibility for your own actions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's tough being a Libra. <laughs> um, cool. So do you want to say what you'll be chatting about and then we can like jump right into the topics? Yeah. Um, so I've looked through the little list um, of the um, topics that inspire my story. And I think I'm going to start with um, maybe moving country. Okay, um, cool. As that is something that's just recently happened, um, I was um, on a holiday, like more like a holiday kind of uh, staying there for like three months. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> an extended holiday out of office like a long on holiday. for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. So I went to Brazil. Ah, lovely. Yeah. And um, it really was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and what was it like over there? Um, so it's very different um, than here in Ireland. Obviously, like the big difference is the weather, the language, and um, but what I really noticed was the architecture, the the height of the buildings over there. Oh, really? Yeah, they're like skyscrapers. Are they? <laughs> Compared to, with, like here in Ireland, I think the tallest building is like eleven stories. Yeah, literally, they make a big deal about it, kind of. <laughs> like Liberty Hall was like a skyscraper for so long in Dublin. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, is it just kind of, like, a built-up city, like, you were in, or what was it like? It was built-up. Yeah. 
very metropolis kind of city. A lot of cars, a lot of telephone wires all over the place. Little monkeys on the telephone wires. Was there actually? Yeah. No way. Tiny little monkeys. Oh, wow. And would they try to do anything? Like in some places, they rob from you. Did they rob from you over there? Um, No. No. But um, I'm sure they could have. Yeah, if they wanted to, they would. Yeah, you just shout to them and you're like, banana? <laughs> banana? And they know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess they're really yeah. clever. I feel like people do feed them. But the thing is, like in Brazil, like... Um, like the fruit is abundant on the trees there oh, wow. so like yeah. you know there's like just plenty of um, to feed the wildlife and could you just like pick up like a random like nice piece of fruit from the tree over there yeah you oh. could um, the fig trees are really popular there although there's kind of hard to break into them but there was like yeah. bananas there was like orange there was uh, a fruit called guayaba which I'm obsessed with <laughs> so what does that taste like it's kind of um in, in the juice form, it's kind of creamy and how do I like it's very distinctive. Yeah. In a sweet, uh, fruity, like, creamy kind of way. Like an orange mixed with a, like a blueberry, or like if they were what two fruits that we would know that would like mix together to make that? Um, maybe a pear oh. and a fucking passion fruit. Oh. Pear and a passion fruit, yeah. They had a baby. (laughs) Or you can just have the actual fruit, one or or the other. And um, is that, like, your peak is, like, going over to Brazil? I I would say so. This was my first time leaving Europe, so it really was a peak, a monumental moment in my life. Yeah. Um, So definitely that was uh, a peak for me. And how did it differ to, like, Irish culture, say? Um, how is it different like I suppose the drinking culture is um, just say in Ireland here we go to a pub we get a a fucking pint of beer and it's sitting in front of you yeah. and you can be sipping at it for like 45 minutes but in Brazil you get like a, a, a small cup like a glass oh, and you okay. split like a, a whatever 30, uh, 300 milliliter bottle uh, between the two years just taking little small glasses because it has to stay cold and uh, frozen like oh and it's like warmer over there so like you don't want to be drinking warm beer exactly exactly oh, okay <laughs> yeah so they drink from little small cups yeah and they like kind of share it out more so than just like drink it all to themselves it's very yeah it's really part of their culture is to share and um, yeah to share your food to share your drink um, everyone's involved. Ah, that's actually really nice. And like, would they I have the equivalent of tapas over there? Do you know how, like, in Spain, tapas and Portugal, somewhat, I think. Yeah, uh, not 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 so much. No. Yeah. Uh, I found in Brazil there was a lot of like going to different houses, and there'd be like loads of food on and the stoves and stuff, and you just have yourself like oh, on a buffet kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of seafood over oh, there. Okay. What kind of, like, just any type of fish? Um, a lot of uh, camarón, uh, fucking shrimp. Ah. And redfish. This big mass of fish that was red. Really? Uh, Everyone just calls it redfish? Everyone just, like, digs into it, yeah. Oh. Uh, Peshki for Malio. Oh, la, la. This is a multi-bilingual <laughs> um, podcast now as well. There's <laughs> <laughs> the very few words I know. It took me a long way in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> 
And um, what would you um, like? Did you travel much around Brazil then, or like? Um, you so we didn't travel a lot. We were kind of stayed in the state of Bahia, where my boyfriend is from. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and we did a small bit of traveling near the end around there. We went to a place called Itacaré and Linsoils, which was a old diamond um, mines. Oh, kind of like a blood diamond kind of buzz. Did you ever see that before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. seen blood diamond. Yeah, yeah. Um, it probably was like that back in like. 150 years ago maybe yeah <laughs> yeah no it was actually a real problem with slaves and stuff oh. um crack. <laughs> um but yeah it was a really beautiful place um Linsoids was and Itakare we stayed in my boyfriend's state um for the majority of the trip oh wow well like I guess Brazil is so big so it's probably so much to see just in his actual just region yeah there is like a state what, um what it's called um, and then what would be your pit then of living abroad? My pit um, was probably probably not knowing the language. Yeah. <laughs> was really hard and very... Um, it was hard to communicate with his family and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, we could obviously, to, um, from our expressions, were able to communicate. But just when I wanted to actually, like be involved in some things and some conversations it was hard um, to do that especially when I feel like uh, Brazilian people when they speak Portuguese they speak so fast yeah (laughs) it's probably like when they hear us speak English they're probably like why are you chanting so fast whereas like we just presume that we're like drawing out all all our words anyways yeah yeah Um, so that was a a small peak like like really bad peak but yeah, I think the biggest it. was it oh I mean yeah. pit sorry I mean pit <laughs> I feel like the biggest pit of it was having to come home and oh. leave my boyfriend behind yeah and um do you think that you have plans to go back in the future then to yeah yeah so I can definitely see myself living there I can yeah. definitely see myself um working um there 100% I've really fell in love with the place I really fell in love with the energy and the people and yeah just it's on the cards that's really good and like you probably did you ever imagine that you would live somewhere in South America before maybe when I was a child really yeah, yeah when I was a kid I used to be obsessed with animals yeah and I knew that the animals came from the jungle and I knew the jungle <laughs> was in Brazil <laughs> so <laughs> um, I want to go there so yeah I was always kind of um inspired by it yeah um, and uh, like I always knew it, it was maybe possible but then obviously like you know I grew up and I kind of was thinking more like I want to go to New York I want to go to London I want to go to the big cities uh, yeah like the usual places to like take off yeah yeah um, but I suppose Brazil was actually on the cards yeah and you weren't even in Rio de Janeiro were you no no you so like that's like would that be like the biggest city? I know, yeah. Um, Rio and São Paulo. Oh, okay. Are cool. very uh, big. Yeah. I know that like Rio would be more like the Hollywood. The Brazilian Hollywood. The Brazilian Hollywood, yeah. Ah. Like I need the um, a lot of the TV shows are made in Rio. Oh really? A lot of the celebrities live there as well, yeah. Huh. The Rio, the hills of uh, Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> hills of ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I was based on. Um, and coming back to, like, um, the language, did you do anything, like, in advance to try to, like, learn about it? I know, like... Oh, my God, yeah. 
So I started a... As soon as I got there... Yeah. I started um, a Portuguese language school um, called Brazil Link. Okay. And I had started that. It was like... Um, it wasn't far from the place we were staying. Yeah. And I'd go there um, on Monday to Friday from like half nine till half one. Oh, wow. I was kind of like going to school nearly. Well, it, half it was. School. It was literally like yeah. school. And, oh my God, I'm so thick. I <laughs> didn't observe any of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt myself, uh, like, obviously, like, I learned, like, whatever. I was always writing down whatever they were writing on the board. But I just felt that was going very fast. There was a few different people in my class at different levels and stuff. Yeah. And I just got to Brazil and I put myself in this school because I really wanted to learn. But maybe I should have just, like, um, got used to Brazil a little bit more and then did the school. Yeah, it must have been, sense? like, uh, overwhelming because, like, you're in this whole new culture and everything and then um, you're trying to keep up with a class. Like, would they, like, chat much about, like, in the classroom and try to encourage you to yeah. chat? Yeah, it was like literally just you could only speak Portuguese, oh, and then yeah. like I needed to like get uh, some reevaluation on like the English side and stuff, and yeah, um, yeah, it was, um, it was difficult. Yeah, the language is difficult, but it started. It's like started now. <laughs> you know, the foundations have been laid. Yeah, and like I feel like it just takes a bit of time to like for it to click in your brain because when if you were a kid learning this, you'd be like, oh, grand, probably yeah. more so. Um, and like when you're not used to speaking a different language except English, you wouldn't really have the same kind of, I don't know, grasp of it as well. Because yeah. maybe it's easier to learn more languages when you already have like say two in the bag. Yeah. So that English, Portuguese school lasted like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it ended with you say I I go in Portuguese and I just still didn't know. <laughs> I was just like. Uh, no, like there, there was other reasons. I, I was traveling and stuff, and I was missing the school and stuff. And then I was also staying up really late and like not a morning person. So yeah. it took me to get the coffee at eleven o'clock before I was actually awake in the class. And it was like <laughs> only like two hours left, and you're like, ah, oh, it's almost home time. Yeah, why put in the time now? Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, I started practicing with Duolingo after that on Dingaloo. Duolingo has been. I actually found it more beneficial like, really yeah because yeah, I was kind of more like one on one and um, I could actually me and my phone <laughs> yeah like it was like um, at my own pace you know I, f- I felt like the course went a bit fast <laughs> for me yeah and like it was beginners even though some people were already like well ahead yeah because we could only speak Portuguese and then just say like there was like, a Spanish girl there Oh, or like right. a Colombian girl who spoke Spanish who would know the very basics of yeah so it was at different levels yeah oh. and so yeah those people their language their first language wasn't just English as well like yourself so it would be you're not learning it through English like you like you said yeah. which is like what we're not used to at all based on like how we learned it, like any other language in school yeah which we're also not fluent in whatsoever. yeah and, and that's what's good about Duolingo is like you have the translation yeah. you have the English and then you have the translation yeah. Um, yeah that's really like interesting just like because like just throwing yourself into the deep end with like a country that primarily doesn't speak English and like would the locals have much English or um, how was that well, my boyfriend's friends had English. A lot of the locals, like, it depends. Some did, some didn't. Yeah. Um, 
his family, most of his family couldn't really speak um, English, so it was a bit hard to communicate with them, as I said earlier. But yeah. a lot of his friends knew how to speak English, and um, that was really grand. You know, a lot of them studied English in school, and um, have been to like other countries like Australia and stuff, where they lived and worked. And did you find that you were um, just like probably like smiling at you know, like your boyfriend's family more so than actually like you couldn't chat to them, so you just had to smile to be like, oh, look at me being friendly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would act as if I knew what they were saying. Like I'd nod to conversations <laughs> and I'd uh, kind of just look like I was more engaged, but I was like more pretending, you know, mm-hmm. or, or like more um, faking that I was like understanding because I didn't just didn't want to sit there looking like I didn't have a clue I'd rather act like I had a clue <laughs> yeah 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 you're like oh yeah no I completely agree and they could be saying anything and you're like mm-hmm, yeah yeah see <laughs> yeah um, but then obviously you know I was like I was there for three months as like the third month was coming as like things started clicking you know it took, yeah. it took its time but it got there you know yeah but like if you get to go back and everything I say like it's only just gonna like improve that's it. Yeah. That's it. And um, do you want to go on to your next peak and pit then? Um, okay, so we're going to talk about my education and just my experience in college. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with pit. I'm going to start at the pit with this oh, one. Oh, okay. So I was in college and I just started in art college up in Dublin and I was like going out all the time. I was having a class time, <laughs> but I kind of let my work kind of like slip a little bit. Yeah. And I end up failing. I end up leaving the college, and I was like, "What do I do in my life? Like, I don't know what I'm doing." I was really in a mixed up moment in my life. Yeah, and um, did you find a hard like to transition from like secondary school to college then? Because it was like not really probably as much people on your back. Yeah, yeah, except yeah. 100% because like in college in school secondary school you go into your classroom you have to like do your fucking work or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in college it's just a bit more looser you know yeah and um, I was taking advantage of that I suppose so I was like oh yes I can just like I can breathe through I'm, this I'm not gonna go into college yeah. I'm gonna like leave college early on one day and then I just stopped going in early yeah. every other day <laughs> well that's me John <laughs> um, so yeah I was a bit of a pit I was pretty um unsure of myself at that time or what I was going to do um yeah and like what did you just like decide so when you decided not to go back in again then was that like you were just kind of like done with your course yeah I I, I was really um I was really in a pit you know I actually really was I started working in a job at McDonald's okay and um and how was that it was as it says on the tin working at McDonald's I was a bit miserable like yeah. <laughs> that's their slogan for recording people yeah I wasn't loving it <laughs> I really wasn't <laughs> yeah and um, so yeah like I was like what the fuck I just like that for our college and I'm working at McDonald's like yeah. this is not how I thought life was going to be um, but fast forward to 2020 I had just reapplied for my course and I just restarted so I'd gone back to finish my degree and I have just graduated (laughs) well done Jizzy Maguire it's a peak it's definitely a peak Um, I'm delighted 
honestly, like, was what an achievement to, like, be able to, like, do that and, like, go back and, like, did you find it hard to go back to college after, like, how many years did you take out in between, like, leaving? Three. Three, yeah. That's, that's a long time. Yeah, it's a fair time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was, yeah, it was a bit hard to adjust to it, like, you know, it's a bit of time at style of school or education. You're kind of like my skills, even like my fucking handwriting and everything was like different. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> just like trying to write down anything, it's like you write down the date and you're like, shit. Like, have I ever wrote in my life? Yeah, that's how I felt. Um, so it was a lot of getting back into the swing of things, and obviously COVID happened then, so I was like studying from home. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it was difficult but it's definitely shaped me um a bit more stronger i suppose um, just have that resilience be able to go back and like yeah. actually see something true until the like the end yeah yeah that's amazing and like do you have any plans now since you have completed your degree yeah um i have a kind of rough plan um I have an Erasmus, like an internship to go on. Which, yeah, uh, that's great. And then, like, sm- like a direction um, in my head, uh, I'd like to go, but I'm kind of open yeah. um, for possibilities and opportunities to come about. So if you like what you hear, please get in touch and I will let Jizzy McGuire know. <laughs> <laughs> we are drinking wine. If you hear us taking any sips in uh, the background at all, sorry about that. It's going down swimmingly. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is going down like yeah. a treat. Um, shout out to my boyfriend's brother for getting me a bottle of wine the other day. Your boyfriend's brother. <laughs> <laughs> um... Great. So, was there like I'm a best friend's brother? It's the one for me. He's six foot four, and I'm five foot three, or something. Song. I've never heard this in my life. Oh, <laughs> figure one from Zoe One Hundred One. Oh my god! Yeah, what a yeah. throwback. Yeah. I wonder if she's actually going to get dragged in the dirt with. The whole Britney Spears thing. It's not Jamie Lee Spears. It was like another girl. Oh, another girl. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. But I presume that girl then probably won't get dragged. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And was there any like other like defining moments like like during your like educational periods? Like, do you think you'd go back to education now or in the future? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel that the momentum that I've gained now from um, completing my degree yeah. has definitely egged me on to go a bit further Ooh. 100% um, just getting through it like as in it's just a great thing though that you can go back to at any age yeah yeah because my dad was on to me being like you should have done your masters and I was like I don't really know why I would have done it in but <laughs> I was like I can go back I guess sure, look at Miranda Hobbs and just like that oh my god yeah shout out Miranda woo 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 off to college yeah going back to it oh like imagine being that age and going back to it oh my god and like <laughs> she probably what she's in her 50s now and she probably went to college when like she didn't have like it was only books that she ever had yeah she looks old school yeah um, what are your initial thoughts of the first two episodes I quite enjoyed it yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I really, I'm so happy to see them back, <laughs> and I think they're dealing with this massive thing quite well. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, 
I, I wish she was in it. Oh yeah, five hundred percent. I'm I'm happy she's getting mentioned. And, yeah. Um, they're doing like nice gestures that Samantha would have done, like bought the flowers, blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, and I think it kind of leaves like a crack in the door open if Kim Cattrall randomly does decide to come back. Like, I can't imagine she would, but if they decide to do season two, then they would, they could get her back. And I feel like if they get her back, just do two seasons and then leave it. Yeah. Like, don't, don't try to keep it on for too long because I don't want them to kill out. Yeah, but I I, I don't know if if her and, what's her name? Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're like good mates or anything. Yeah, so Sarah and Kim, if you're listening, like I just really hope you guys figure it out together. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're saw, rooting for you. Yeah, we're, I was rooting for you. Um, I saw this this meme of like, well, I think I sent it to you. It was like Charlotte's daughter, um, Lily. Lily, and uh, it was like ruining Carrie's life since 2008 because she took her phone when in the first movie and then she basically just killed Big. Yeah. So, sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah, she's absolutely ruining yeah. that poor woman's life. I know, yeah, and she doesn't even... She doesn't even know. Yeah, no one's <laughs> even fucking calling her out for it, but honestly, someone needs to take her aside and tell her... Talk to Lily and be like, what the fuck are you playing at, girl? <laughs> <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, cool. So uh, we go on to your final peak and pet then. Yeah. So so I'll talk about my uh, my skin. Your skin, okay. Skin, we yeah. haven't had skin on. Yeah, important organ, perhaps the it's a, biggest a vital organ. Yeah, um, and my organ has seen some damage through the years. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have skin damage? <laughs> Do you feel like you're entitled to compensation? <laughs> um, and what is it about your skin? 
Um, so I had eczema yeah. since I was a baby um, and that's where I'll start with the pit. Okay, yeah, and then we'll finish on it your It was horrible. Uh, I was covered in sores, head to toe, uh, on my face, on my neck, on my hands. <laughs> my my neck, my back. <laughs> on my, my pussy and my crack. <laughs> it was everywhere. And I was like, people would come up to me and say, oh, what's wrong with you? You oh my know? god, sorry, that's not okay. They yeah. are cancelled. Like, it was... Uh, like, I obviously felt like I was, like, normal, you know. I was like, why, why can't I wear shorts, you know? Yeah. But every time I wore shorts, like, people were, com- like, comment on my, like, my legs and stuff. And, like, what do you like, grown-ass people? No, we were more the other kids. Okay, know? fair enough. Okay, yeah. kids are, like, fucking awkward yeah. like that anyways. Yeah, kids <laughs> are always just gonna, like, spot something and fucking say it. Like. Yeah, because they're just so front-like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, though that was like a pit. I'm just like, you know, it, it was a big factor in my life that uh, determined a lot of like my fashion choices and and also my confidence. Yeah, I say so. And like, did you like? Was there any like white men you use at that time or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I used this thing called Betnabate. Oh yeah. Um, it's like a steroid cream, and I'd have to put it on sparingly on um, whatever part of my body that um, flared up. I used to put like loads on, <laughs> I'd, like slap it on, which is like really bad because like it tins your skin and stuff. Does it actually tin your skin? Yeah, oh. it's the steroid. It, it tins oh, the skin yeah. and it like can cause the skin to be like fragile and stuff. Um, but yeah, like I, I probably would never have been very consistent with putting it on on that particular sore spot every time it flared up or whatever. Yeah, I've um, d- d- done a lot of. Um, treatments for it i had aloe vera plants and uh, my granny gave me the aloe vera plant and she would like tell me to put it on i used that i take um, puts dirt on self <laughs> <laughs> i take bubble baths but like not bubble baths sorry i couldn't use any other products for the shower oh like any perfume kind of products and, yeah nothing like that i had oh, to use okay. strict uh, uh, emulsifying ointment and still cock space Oh yeah, no a good silicox base. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so these were the products that I had to use. My doctor recommended I don't even use hand soap. That every time I was gonna wash my hands, even after the bathroom stuff, I would like fucking get a silicox base and rub it into my oh, hands. Really? Oh really? Oh my wow! Hands Covid could never do that. No, shit. no, no. <laughs> fucking hell. No, <laughs> that's a, that's a thing because the hand sanitizer really does um, irritate my eczema yeah like it like it tears into people's skin like and apparently like if you get a receipt then because like the alcohol is open the pores in your hands the receipt ink can go into like your bloodstream then oh shit yeah um but i think most people don't get receipts anyways when they buy shit so <laughs> i don't think it's much of an issue um that's the new epidemic it's coming yeah fuck like you know these little things we just don't know it's like one of the microplastic things isn't it yeah exactly all of us just eating plastic but like unknowingly to ourselves it's like poison on us yeah it's like why is my tummy sore (laughs) (laughs) and then like what ages then did you like really suffer badly with eczema like when I was a kid like between the ages of about um seven like no my whole life yeah (laughs) and till I was a teenager till um, I was like 19 yeah 18, 19 I kind of started to grow out of it and did something like change in like your diet or anything like that or just kind of no. went away yeah it just kind of went away I think people grow out of it yeah I used to have a little bit not as fa- bad as like how you're describing it yeah um, and I just kind of grew out of it 
Yeah, people do. Yeah, and it's kind of like Asthma in a way. As well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the two are actually connected. Is it if your mum smokes with you? I'm not sure. All right, yeah. But <laughs> I, I think it's hereditary. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Like, and I know they're connected because asthma, if you have asthma, you might have eczema. Or if you have eczema, you're most likely to have asthma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook. Uh, I know, the fucking latter. <laughs> but yeah, no, my, um, I grew out of it. Yeah, that's great. And as I got older, and that's kind of gone onto the peak. Yeah, is um, growing out of this condition that I thought was going to plague me my whole life, and feeling a bit hopeful, you know. Yeah, kind of coming into yourself a bit more. Did you find? Yeah, and yeah, um, in ways like I still have it, so like it's not like a fucking monumental fucking peak or anything. Yeah, but it has been something that I thought was gonna. Um, be shit for my whole life but it hasn't and did you uh, suffer from acne or like anything else then oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like, <laughs> goodbye from acne hello acne yeah so I used to um, I used to have acne I started getting acne when I was um, like 14 15 and stuff uh, and I really wanted to be a model so I didn't want to have any spots or anything so um, I went to the to the doctor and uh, with my mom and my mom was like can you put him on the contraception pill <laughs> I heard that clear acne <laughs> and then the doctor was like no because he's not female <laughs> and your mom's like what <laughs> come again so my mom is fucking like she must be very naive to be honest <laughs> she thought that it'd be uh, alright like, so much girls go on it for their skin and they're yeah. like handy now I can don't have to worry about like getting pregnant at the same time yeah like literally it's so it's like yes I have an it. improved skin complexion and I can get laid yeah <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> everything's coming up Millhouse <laughs> and then so besides uh, he couldn't give you the pills so what did the doctor give you oh he prescribed me some tablets it wasn't Aracutane or anything it was like some it's like a red and yellow tablet. Okay. And um, <laughs> that was the name on the the, the box. Like <laughs> the red, red and yellow, and yellow tablet. tablet. <laughs> red light. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I just um, yeah, I started taking them. I, I don't think I um, ever finished the course of the tablets or anything. To be honest really? with you, but like I yeah, know that. But my skin wasn't very bad. Um, it was just that I wanted to be a model <laughs> and I didn't want to have any like scarring or anything on my face yeah, but course. I remember going to the doctor the doctor looking at my skin that day and being like oh I can see a little bit of scarring and I was like alright <laughs> you're like what? can you put me on the same skin tablets that Kate Moss is on face and he's like sorry who's Kate Moss what are you doing um, yeah no I've heard that there was the racadine is that what it's called yeah um, it's like really the side effects of it can be so bad and you're not meant to like drink on it or like you can have like yeah. really like um, dark thoughts and everything yeah I've see, I seen um, a documentary one time about, about it about this guy he was on it he was like absolutely fine and then he just like fucking something happened in his brain chemistry that when he started taking it he just like fucking kill himself like that's yeah that's so sad like imagine like you're only take like you're only taking it to just like try to like improve your confidence and like try to get like your like skin better and then like those side effects i just don't understand yeah like what's in it that will like i i, I trigger don't know that. It's, it's literally just something that fucking triggers the brain yeah to, like, gonna act out in them kind of ways 
Um, yeah, though there's been a few cases about that. Yeah, and I know like it probably, yeah, it's like just a load overload with your liver, so I think that's why you're not meant to drink on it. And then I guess drink is also a bit of a depressant at the same time, so. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> how do you feel about your skin now? Like, what's your relationship with it? My relationship with my skin now? Um, As it, he it, looks it, at his skin. As <laughs> <laughs> I just look at my hands and be like, <laughs> how is it now? Yeah. No, it's a lot better. And I, like, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm thankful that it's not uh, as bad to yeah. be scarred or anything as I thought it would be. Yeah, um, no, I think you're scared. Like, I feel like you, if you were to have any scarring, you can't notice it. I remember one time, I think you were suffering with it when we were teenagers and um, you opened an orange and like the acid had yes. went into your, um, went into your skin and you're like, ow, 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 why eating an orange is so me. sore, ow, yeah. ow, ow, <laughs> do you want an orange? And I was like, I'll kill mine myself. <laughs> Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, these kind of things would set me off. I like even when I was peeling potatoes or anything, any starch would get into my hands. But this is the thing; it was like really on my hands. Um, and as a bartender as well, and like when I was making drinks and stuff, any alcohol would go into my the like go into my hands. It was just really painful. Yeah, because yeah. like yeah, you're probably just like flying drunk around because you're just trying to probably work through everything so quickly. Yeah, and right now, like. Um, I'm not bartending. I'm kind of like being, like looking after my skin and stuff. So, um, yeah, my skin is having a good moment. And do you find that the sun maybe in Brazil helped it? Good point, Nadine. Great point. <laughs> it was marvelous for my skin. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really was. It just um, I saw about the sun, this vitamin D. It just cleared up my skin. Yeah. Any little acne I had, anything like that, um. It just cleared. That's amazing. Like, as it has such like, I guess, healing properties and all that shit. And like, yeah. I know something we'd really miss yeah. in our If there's anything ever wrong with my skin, though, when I was younger, my mom be like, "We'll go into the seawater and we'll wash it all away." <laughs> and I don't know if that's a thing or there's I just that so many well. chemicals in the water that like it just sometimes clears shit oh at God. the same time. <laughs> yeah, um, something about the salt water is good for um, like anti. Um, sterilizing or whatever yeah called. or something like that it's about my legs hanging off it if you just go into the water there like it'll be grand <laughs> but this is the thing in brazil right i didn't really see polluted beaches until i went to brazil <laughs> oh really yeah they're oh, really wow. polluted and they're like what would be in them that like plastic oh shit. a lot of plastic probably coming from europe yeah and like, like i said earlier with the beers and stuff people if they're having beers on the beach they're gonna bring plastic cups and then the plastic cups get dragged out into the oh, fucking wow. sea and stuff yeah. um but yeah no it was uh, there was a lot of pollution on the beaches even to a point where like the sand was black like black kind of marks in it um What's the black like mark from? From oil. Oh, yeah. shit. And um, the reason why I thought of this is because when I was, like, swimming in the water, like, we were talking about, like, how it's, like, sterilizing. Um, yeah. But I was swimming in the water there, and my eyes stung so much. Really? I don't wow. know if it was because of, like, the pollution or was there any chemicals or anything in it, but... Um, but, yeah, no, t- totally, like, fucking plastic all over the beaches. Um not all the beaches, but like a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Not you all You know what beaches. I did when I was in Brazil? What? 
I took a shit at the beach. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I took a shit in the sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was dying. And uh, I was just like, fuck, all right, I need to go. I need to go for a shit. Well, I go over here in the bushes or something, I go out to see it. Like, my boy, uh, it's like, come on, I, we're going to just go out into the, into the ocean. And I went out and I went out as far as my tide, uh, out to my waist. And I pulled out my pants and I like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And it just floated straight to the top. Aww. And we both started screaming. And we were like, ah! And we tried to run away from it. It was kind of like floating towards us. Um, yeah. Um, so that's... But it's the most nicest feeling. <laughs> to take a shit and while you're you, surrounded by water. Yeah, you're just shitting in the water. It's like floating beside you. You're just like, oh, go away. Um, and then they like, clean your ass. and <laughs> it's, all, it's all done then. It's so natural, you know. <laughs> I, I like... And then when I tell people this story, they're like, oh, I haven't done that since I was a child. <laughs> I'm just like, well, you know, I, I think never everyone got to be a child should experience here. fucking shitting in everyone sh- Yeah, like, I get, like, pissing in the water. Like, I can't remember how many times I've pissed in the water. Like, And do you feel like you, do you think you would take a shit in the shower now? No. Or the thing, The thing is, I probably wouldn't do it again. It was yeah. just for the experience, you know? Just to see what it was like to shit the sea. Yopo, you only poo once (laughs) in the ocean. (laughs) Because that's gonna like um, come in. The tide would bring that in. Yeah, Yeah, like there was probably like a little kid like building sandcastles or something, and then your your shit just floats up. He's like, "Mom, what's this?" And she's like. (laughs) Uh, slaps out of his hands like screaming <laughs> yeah <laughs> good time it's good time thank good you for, thank you for sharing um I thought I would get poop trigger warning or something maybe um and is there like I don't know any like random other peak and pets you want to chat about your best time shitting well your best time shitting would oh, be in Brazil worst time shitting no my best oh my <laughs> my worst time shitting was like when I was about Eight, <laughs> and I was constipated. <laughs> I was like so constipated, and I needed um, my mom to like squeeze my head when I went to the toilet to make it feel like it was would come out. Like some used, sort of tension, like yeah. yeah I, I used to call it a hard poo <laughs> because it was fucking hard to come out. <laughs> um, I had to go to the doctors, and I got these little jelly little bullets that my mom had to stick up my ass. <laughs> Thank you, mom. Moms always have to do fucking shit work like that. My poor mother. No thanks. You have to like literally get these little bullets and like just stick them up my ass. And um, maybe you should like get her a card and like a thank you card and that then, or get it specifically made to that. It's like thank you for putting up those jelly bullets, so now I'm able to shift freely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what a maybe random I'll, thing I'm to give actually you. Bring her up to bring bring it up to her. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember they were kind of like little, uh, like it came like in tablets, you know, the tablet packaging, and like could like take them out of the fucking aluminium. And I wonder how they, people have to get them. You didn't put them in your mouth, you put them up your ass. <laughs> yeah, like it's definitely mass produced, so like there's probably plenty of kids out there that are like, oh, fuck, I thought so happened to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I remember talking to someone, I saw that happen then. Yeah. But they were like designed for kids, you know. It was like uh, had specks of colors in it and everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like princess I, or like dinosaurs kind of books. It, it was like I think it was like the not brand. It's like a like a firm. I think it's called or some. I don't know. I actually forget what it's called. But it's yeah. like you know them uh, for kids that have like skin problems and fucking anything like that. 
um, <laughs> you get like lotions and stuff. Uh, yeah. Like people like Zima like and stuff. Um, <laughs> I think it was like the same brand or something. Oh, maybe. Or maybe I'm just associating that all together because I took a lot of like between the fucking creams that I had to take from the eczema, the fucking fucking jelly yolks that jelly bullets I had to take for my constipation, my inhalers for my asthma. Yeah, <laughs> wow. The doctor saw enough of you, anyways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was I was in the ho- I was in the doctor's a lot, not the hospital. I went, I took an asthma attack once. Yeah. When I was like five, just before I started junior infants. And I was actually late to start in junior infants because I took an asthma attack in September when I was meant to start. Aww. Yeah, and then I was like, went to like about a month later. Yeah. Oh my God, my teacher, she was such a bitch. Really? Yeah. She was like, calling you out like... Yeah, her name was Miss Murphy. <laughs> Very generic yeah. fucking uh, teacher's oh, name, not going to lie, Adam Miss Murphy witch. too. Yeah, like she... Uh, she really, she really shouldn't have been a teacher. She really like ruined my whole teaching experience. Really? Yeah. Like she's just awful. Like, isn't I feel like primary school teachers should definitely be nicer as well. They should be so nice. Yeah. <laughs> like they should be encouraging, not fucking. She used to wear these big rings on her finger. Yeah. And if you got something wrong, or like if she was, you'd have to go up to her desk and crack your homework with her. I should go through it and you'd like have your little hands rested on the desk. Oh. And if you did a mistake, she'd get like, a, like, clench her fist into, uh, clench her hand into a fucking fist and yeah. punch you in your hands with her rings. Sorry, she'd what? Like, like, that was out like, a actually, very long time ago for her to do that shit. Like, like, that woman should have been fucking in jail. Like, yeah. you know, she traumatized so much. Um, not not just me. Like a lot of people I talk like from, as in like when I was in junior infants. A lot of people I talked to from my class back then. They talk about Miss Murphy and they talk about how traumatizing she was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There was a time where she fucked me over a table. No. <laughs> she, li- she lifted me up and she like threw me over the table and she, um, I spilled the yogurt or something. <laughs> I, I, I. You sp- never spilled the yogurt again, probably with her fucking lunch. Yeah, no, I didn't. Um, she, she, oh my god, she was a crazy bitch. And was she like older or like? Yeah, she she was grey. She was like white hair. She was elderly. Um, just fucking cunt. She was. <laughs> 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 oh, she really was. Like, yeah, you're only a little baby still, yeah. and then like that's your first experience like going like into primary school, and especially because you remember it. It's like. Yeah, definitely has an impact. I was, so, I was so excited about starting school. I was like raging that I had missed the first like few weeks of school. Yeah, and then I was like so excited, and then she was just an asshole. Oh, oh yeah. No, I I, I actually feel like that is a pit <laughs> of my education. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Like, cause then, Jesus, you shouldn't have to go through that stuff when you're like, you shouldn't have to go through that stuff at all when you're like. Yeah. Um, but the, education but the system. thing is, I, I then like compared it to my parents' experience in school. Yeah. Because they were telling me about their experience in school, but like they they were like slapped and everything. Well, in they school. were like proper walloped, like yeah, they were walloped. That would have been like the seventies. Um, which is crazy to think that like like students were hit at school. Yeah, like thrown across the room and stuff. Like yeah. I think. Our teachers probably only ever threatened it and they couldn't do it because they know they'd be in shit. Yeah. But if they could do it, they probably would. Yeah, and I think my first teacher, she came from that generation of hitting yeah, students. Oh, yeah. So, 
Because she, my mom had her, and she used to hit my mom. Oh really? Oh yeah. wow! So she was like hitting through the generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, God, like, Matt, like she obviously didn't go to the assembly when they were like, "Oh yeah, we can't hit kids anymore." She might have been off sick that day because, like, she refused not to hit kids. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and they just like, the, yeah, they're like, "Oh, we can't lose her." <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Well, I'm sorry that you went through that. That's not right at all. Yeah, but mm-hmm. it's alright, you know. Huh. Um, still came out on the other side, alright. <laughs> yeah, and do you know how you said that you, um, when you were younger, you wanted to go into modelling? Did you actually end up like doing anything to modelling? Um, I tried. Um, you know, I'd um, apply to become a model through like different modelling agencies and stuff, and I got like a few interviews and stuff. But it's kind of. Um, it's not big in Ireland, really. Yeah, no, the, the weirdest one was um, when I actually had got the opportunity, uh, I got um, with an agency, they were called like Distinct, yeah. and I like got my contract and everything, I was going to start working, and I dyed my hair like platinum blonde. <laughs> Is this and, what you want from me? <laughs> yeah, and I was like, like the, the agent, she was like, um, that's going to hugely affect your modelling career, and at that point I was kind of so over because I just tried for so long that I kind of like um, destructed it you know and did she was she like oh that's really going to affect it like as in you've done something bad to actually dye your hair platinum blonde yeah it it was like bad because I had to like keep my same look I had to be what I was like in my portfolio right okay Um, yeah but I I kind of lost interest at that point Um, at that point I was actually wanted to be a fucking drag queen Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I... I, I Did you explore that avenue then? Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's another thing. And I kind of stemmed it a bit before... Like, around the time I touched my black hair blonde, actually, yeah, because I feel like that's how a gay person... That's when you uh, want to, like, kind of change things up in your life, or when you get a fringe, yeah, that's when you're, like, changing shit. Yeah, it's like, um, I'm having a, f- a fucking crisis here, you know? <laughs> Help um, me, I'm drowning. Yeah, you know, I, I found that... Um, when, when I hit bit 21, I was like, oh, like, the person that I've, um, like, made myself into isn't actually how I feel like on the inside. It was it was kind of, I felt like everything I had was, like, an artificial confidence. I actually had no confidence in myself. Yeah. And that I'd put on this kind of persona of being, um, like, a happy-go-lucky kind of lad-like guy. And that wasn't actually how I felt. Like, when you actually go home and spend some time by yourself, you're like... <sighs> yeah, whenever I looked inward or whenever I like would think of how I imagined myself in my imagination, I was completely not that person. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of got kind of unhappy. I looked for um, a way of feeling free from that. Okay. And that's kind of started the drag and stuff um, as a way of kind of feeling free. And did you feel like that was kind of like an alter ego then, that you were able to like unleash that yeah. different side of you? Yeah, it was exactly an alter ego that I was able to, uh, became like a superhero. Oh, you know? okay. like, interesting, yeah. Like a, a lot of people say that about drag, and it's so true. And like, you probably feel like if you wear like a certain outfit or something, you kind of feel um, really confident in it and really like... Yeah, good. like if you're wearing your scruffs, you're like less likely to feel like, as good about yourself than if you're like really dressed up yeah and that yeah that yeah. makes sense and I, I I actually did feel like that superhero I actually felt like invincible really <laughs> yeah. oh wow 
um, when I was in drag. Um, but that kind of phased out a little bit. It was more like, you know, I was kind of in it at that time. Um, but as an actual, like, thing, a career or something, I was kind of like, no, no way. Yeah, there's people do make careers out of it, but um, I imagine it's quite hard at the same time. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, no, like, I know about Victoria's Secret. She was quite well. Yeah, Victoria, Davina, Veda. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then, like, I guess they've been at it for so many years. Like, it must have been, I don't know, not intimidating, but they probably are, like, people that you look up to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I looked up to them so much. Um, and, yeah, I, I really wanted that kind of life for me, I thought. Um, but then I think I just really wanted to party. <laughs> <laughs> that I, whole other side of it, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's the kind of side I really wanted more, was that... Um, that like kind of club kid kind of vibe um rather than a performer an entertainer because i actually had no experience i got no drama or anything experience i just kind of thought that um it was more about the club kid vibe but it was really about the performance vibe yeah and like what would you say like as in what would you define like a club kid like um if someone Um, had never heard of like a club kid club kid is someone who um dresses up in whatever outfit they want to express themselves with they might add some makeup they might create a character they will go out to the clubs and they'll party and they'll be like a an entity of the nightclub and kind of like a big man themselves because like they make up their kind of own backstory and like all that kind of buzz yeah yeah Yeah, you you can make up your own backstory yeah but I, I, I found it as um when I was doing drag, I was kind of, like, hinting at a bit of backstory and stuff. But then I was like, no, because I feel like I was kind of, like, disconnecting from myself. Yeah. yeah. And you probably didn't want to actually lose sight of, like, who you who you are, maybe, in yeah. that way. That, that, was, that was a thing that kind of led me to kind of stop doing drag was... Um, was I was feeding too much into the drag character and not my actual self. Yeah. I, um... I, I was beginning to look after the drag character and buying for the drag character more than my actual boy self Uh, like even clothes and stuff I'd go around with like fucking uh, holes and rips in my clothes but yeah Mesmeralda my drag character had lovely new boots and a nice wig yeah (laughs) and like how many all this makeup that I wasn't like even using (laughs) and like how many like say like hours would you have been like like your drag character in comparison to yourself and like you're just prioritising your drag character see I used to work in the in the George where the drag was happened like I said I was the bartender yeah and um, yeah I spent like most of my time was actually being the bartender uh, you know yeah yeah um, and working and um, not actually doing the drag and I tried to kind of like um, immerse them together a little bit and I'd come in to work with makeup sometimes and stuff but I I, I was doing a, a job you know I wasn't actually like living that drag life I was yeah well you're like. a bartender when you were in there and then um, I guess sometimes you were able to be your, your drag queen self but the majority of the time wasn't yeah the majority of the time wasn't yeah um, like I said I was kind of like when I was 21 I was like trying to um, I discovered that I wasn't really being myself and stuff and I I, these these were just little avenues that I yeah. went down to kind of explore myself, and it's still it's still a thing like it's still like ongoing. I'm still, um, I suppose, searching. Yeah. Or, not searching. I'm I'm finding. 
yeah and you're trying different like avenues to like be like okay is this for me and then maybe if it's not then you're like okay grand i'll back up yeah and i'll like go try something else because it's all about just like like seeing what kind of like makes you kind of tick inside and like we also change over time as well so like yeah what you're looking for like now is gonna change yeah Mm -hmm. amen (laughs) (laughs) hallelujah (laughs) oh well thank you so much for coming on oh thank you so much yeah this has been great uh do you have a fake name uh no it's actually just nadine thank you so much nadine (laughs) (laughs) no problem lovely meeting you (laughs) (laughs) lovely to meet you uh, so this has been um, Peak and Piss if you like it please follow and if you would like to leave a review that would be great because that's how people find podcasts from my research like shaman like shaman share <laughs> <laughs> like common share <laughs> uh, bye thank you for listening to another episode of Peak and Piss if you'd like to get in touch you can contact my personal assistant aka me on Instagram at peak underscore end underscore pit underscore podcast or by email at peakandpitpodcast at gmail.com. Bye!